Hi, Dickington Steele here. Last time on Double Pontification, Jay and I chatted about Chinamas, including classic holiday movies like Eyes Wide Shut and Edward Scissorhands. Today, I'll be talking about a new cinematic addition to the Christmas canon: Love Hard, starring Nina Dobrev and Jimmy O Yang. My friend Kevin. An Asian American lad temporarily trapped in New Jersey will lubricate the conversation with penetrating insight about identity and romance. So, sit back and enjoy our brow-inclusive rambling about rom-com physics, catfishing, interracial dating, and innovative candle scents. This is double pontification. Might think. Please check out my candles. Say, what's in this drink? This one smells like my granddad. I simply must go. Baby, I'm not a creep. The answer is no. Baby, I'm not a creep. Jesus Christ. Kevin. Dick. Nice to have you back on. Well, maybe it's the first time. I don't know how to count it because we actually did it out of order. But um, yeah, I guess nice to have you back on. It's it's always good to be back on Dick. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we did a funny thing in terms of having this sequence be messed up because we were originally going to have the next episode be your first time. But hey, you know, maybe you get two first times. That's how special yeah, you are. I'm born again, you know. <laughs> Why not? Oh, you're right. Right, right, right. That's how it works. It's like you got that reconstructive surgery so we could have it again. Right, right, right. right. That that definitely works. That's definitely ethical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Christmas has passed. Mm-hmm. And um, me, I uh, did a little marathon of some Christmas movies. There's still actually a, a ton that I wanted to get to. And maybe I'll just like cheat and I'll still get to them anyway. Mm-hmm. But I saw Home Alone. Um, Classic. So. That was my namesake. You know, I was named after, you know, Kevin, you know, so. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's what my parents tell me. That or it's like the dictionary story. I don't know. <laughs> they just flipped open and they're like, yeah, we'll go with Kevin. Yeah, it means honey, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Are you serious? What? Apparently, that's what my parents told me. I mean, I mean, it's Irish in origin, but who knows? Oh, that's right. Oh, right yeah. Right, right. right. I forgot about that. Okay, anyway, yeah, I saw um, Home Alone. I saw a few classics like that. I still haven't gotten to Eyes Wide Shut or Edward Scissorhands. But I did get to... What? That's a, those, those are Christmas movies. Yeah, just like Die Hard, right? I mean... <laughs> yeah, so speaking of that, yeah, I, I got to a movie that talks about that. Yeah. Love Hard right. on Netflix. Right, right. And I was drawn to it because... I kind of wanted something a bit brainless. I'm actually not the rom-com kind of guy, if uh, you'd ever noticed. Right, right, so, right. I mean, I'm a sucker for rom-coms, but, you know, that's a... Uh... What's your favorite rom-com? 
dude, I don't know. I mean, oh, <laughs> shit. Um, you're putting me on the spot here. There was that. I just say one. There was that one. Ah, what was that called? It's actually really bad in retrospect. Like the, a lot the, of them the, are the theme, like especially like the themes. Uh, they talk about like it's kind of like possessive in a way, but like at the time it was really kind of cutesy. Uh, what That's was, like was every rom com. Gerard, uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler. You know what I'm talking about? Um, oh yeah. Is oh yeah, the ugly yeah, truth? Yeah, yeah. yeah with uh, mm-hmm. Catherine Heigl. Uh, yeah, that one I, I've watched a few times. You would like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what it's about? I mean, no, I just figured that you would like Catherine Heigl in it. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, really, I was doing it more for Jared Butler, but, you know, come on. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah it's that, not either or, I guess. <laughs> both. Um, yeah, I've watched that a couple of times, definitely. Um, a couple of times? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I watched it once, and then I think I watched it once more with an, with, with an X. So, yeah, that's by definition oh, a couple, you know. I like that. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Thought that was euphemistic for like a lot of times or something. Like nah, sixty nine nah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I watched Love Hard and I was drawn to it for a few things. Once I want something a little brainless. I don't have a lot of respect for the rom com genre, generally speaking. Right, right. Um a lot of people don't. I was actually taking a look at the Netflix oh no sorry I was taking a look at the uh, Rotten Tomatoes list for like the best rom-coms of all time okay and if you look at the ratings like the fresh rating for uh even the top rom-coms so to speak right they all peak at like the lower mid 60s I think the absolute oh, really? high score okay. that I saw was like 72 oh, that's that's not that high what's uh what was it or some examples oh uh I think uh, Pretty Woman was up there. Okay. I like Pretty Woman. Okay, Pretty Woman. That's also a classic rom-com. Yeah, so Pretty Woman was up there. I don't know. So some other thing. I didn't pay like close attention. I was just more shocked by the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Because I saw Love Hard uh, has, I think, a 52. And I, and I thought like, hmm, is that okay. low? But then maybe it's not low. So then I took a look and just rom-coms are divisive, right? Right, right. Because, well... At least from the ones I've seen, they basically hinge on these fantastical, interesting, but fantastical setups where, like, you have to really suspend, you know, like, the suspension of, of uh, what's it called? Uh, disbelief? Is that it? Is that yeah, it? yep. Suspend, suspension sus- of disbelief. Suspense of, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, we're basically, like, we are accepting certain parameters set up by the plot where, like, this would never fucking happen, or if this actually happened... Like, the rest of the plot could not happen because people will be freaked out and never engage. Right, right, So you just have right. to accept some things with rom-coms. But anyway, yeah, I was interested because I saw that Love Hard was the number one movie on Netflix. Like, one of their, I think, like, original... Maybe just overall. Hmm. Now, not just, like, their original movies. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen something on Netflix in a long time. Okay. Sure. So I saw it, and then I recommended it to you. Yes. You because did. I thought that it was... Actually, a lot better than I was expecting, and I wasn't expecting shit. So I guess it's pretty easy to to break that, but right. not necessarily. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad movies too, but I was I was impressed by what I saw, and then I read some reviews afterwards and saw how divisive it is. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of rom coms are like that, but I feel like this one, and we're gonna talk about it, is particularly divisive because of some of the things that it engages with that a lot of other rom coms don't. Hmm. Hmm. So, just to start off with, I'm going to read off a little spiel from a BuzzFeed uh, review. All right, go for it. 
Love Hard is like the Christmas movie version of an R. Am I the asshole post? <laughs> like those divisive scenarios, Love Hard poses a question about who acted most poorly. Is it the asshole Jimmy O Yang's character Josh Lin for catfishing Nina Dobrev's character Natalie Bauer by using a photo of his childhood friend on a dating app, or is it Natalie? <laughs> Who, once she flies across the country and realizes what Josh has done, rejects him and convinces him to set her up with a friend in exchange for pretending to be his girlfriend for the holidays? Who knows? And that's from BuzzFeed. That review. Hmm. Um, yeah, it wasn't a terribly positive review, as you could tell. But it also, yeah. I guess, wasn't like as negative as it could be. I think it. I mean, it's uh, accurate. I think it translated to it translated to I think about like a like a one out of four or something. But re- regardless of the score, I think that their breakdown, that little synopsis though, is is accurate, right? Yeah, I mean it's fair enough, right? I mean they're essentially both mm. catfishing in uh, their own unique way, right? So everyone kind of sucks here, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, e- ESH. Did you feel that way though when you were watching the movie? Did you actually actively think like, oh, you know, like Nina's character Natalie sucks? I mean, and, like Josh sucks too, and then Tag. <laughs> like, did did you? <laughs> I felt bad for Tag, man. Like he just kind of tagged along with everything. You know, I mean, that's why his name was. Tag, oh, right? like, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's where they cut the know, name. Um, and maybe Josh was just joshing around. Yo, it was just a joke, bro. Like, you weren't supposed to fly here. No, basically. And Natalie, yeah. I guess it's like, kind of like Christmas, like nativity or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Nativity. Yeah. I feel like we're unlocking the Da Vinci Code or something right now. <laughs> this is what happens when two liberal arts grads analyze a movie. I know. We need, we need to get Tom Hanks in here right now. Stat. Uh, <laughs> wait. No, wait, Da Vinci Code. Was that, was that Tom? I thought that was... Uh... No, wait, no, Nicolas Cage was a uh, National Treasure. <laughs> no, that's National that's Treasure, National dude. National Treasure, wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see how you can mix them up, though. I mean, they are basically the same movie. Basically. Same actors, too. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Nick Cage and Forrest Gump? <laughs> <laughs> or Castaway? Can you imagine him, like, yelling, like, Wilson? <laughs> yeah, that's, I would uh, pay for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh... Could be a it's not too late, man. Like the Matrix Four just came out. That's true. I mean, awful. That's true. Was it awful? They, they could I, do like I haven't watched it yet, oh, so I mean, that's bad. Oh man. Oh sorry. I, Spoilers. No, don't even fucking watch it. Really? Like, well, you could. I mean, the first one was so, such a hard act to follow, and they just kind of yeah. gradually got worse. But hey, man, yeah. I'll do anything for yeah. Keanu. So. That's true. I'll suck your dick, Keanu. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. But we could come out with the Castaway Dose. You know, it's time. Yeah, yeah. We could get in the cage on that, too. <laughs> and Keanu, why not? Um, Maybe they could do a rom-com. <laughs> we need more gay rom-coms. I feel like... You know, yeah. Can you imagine the poster? Yeah. Reeves, Cage, yeah. <laughs> Love Harder. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of was Maybe. thinking about that. Uh, you know, one of my shower <laughs> thoughts is, like, you know, now we have rom-coms with, like... You, know, <laughs> you think of gay rom-coms in the shower. Well, okay, yes, I, I did think about that. I mean... Sure, <laughs> that is what happened. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, damn. Yeah. I mean you know, no props, look, though. That's progressive. I mean, we, nice. we have like nice. an Asian male and a white female in a rom com. Like, you know, what, what, what's mm-hmm. next? You know, what what other representation do we need? And you know, no, that's a good point. So, but you know what? Like, the, because Love Hard was so successful, at least you know, in terms of um, 
having a lot of people see it, right? If you look at the audience score, actually, so the fresh score was like 52% or something like that. Right, but the right. audience score was 92. Yeah. So it was very high. So people liked it. And I'm sure people liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's refreshing. Yeah. Well, I, I thought so, although a lot of reviews found it real cringe. But yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we could pitch that. We could send a, a nicely written email to the folks at Netflix and be like, hey, love harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> love, yeah. And love hardest. Make it a trilogy. You know? <laughs> yeah, or, or love hard with a vengeance. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that, <laughs> that gets a little bit tired by that point. Jesus. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely have some ideas for some sequels, but um, you know, definitely watch <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Hmm? No, I was saying like while I was watching it, yeah, I mean in the back of my head I was kind of thinking like, yeah, they are they are both kind of assholes in this situation, right? I mean, you know, towards the end you kind of feel like oh, you know, it's a nice ending, it's kind of lovey dovey, but like you know, let's digest what just what the fuck just happened, right? I mean, you know, you 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 suspend your disbelief for you know an hour and thirty minutes, and then you kind of have to look back like, wait, actually, it's kind of fucked up what happened. Um, mm-hmm. you know, based on like, 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 if this was in real life, you know, you, you you get like Neve from MTV, you know, hopping in, you know, being like, you know, so why why'd you catfish her? You know, <laughs> okay. like, okay, so I actually <laughs> never saw that. I know it's a big cultural thing, yeah. but I actually never saw that that show. Oh, it's such trash TV, man. I mean, <laughs> it's so cringe. It's so cringe. But <laughs> okay, it, yeah. But mm-hmm. um, no, I mean, in the back of my head, I, that that was definitely like a track running in. You know, in my mind, like, okay, let's 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 keep tabs of what's happening here because this is actually not a great situation, IRL, right? So, well, okay, so let's talk about some because I was bringing it up. Rom coms, in my opinion, I actually feel like it's just fucking objective. They are particularly fantastical with the plot setups, right? Sure. Like things where just a, a rational person, like, yo, man, I am piecing. Like, I don't like what the fuck's going on. Like, you don't look anything like your fucking photos. I'm gone. I'm in a fucking hotel. I'm not pretending to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever, just so I can shag, like, the, the sexy Hoppa Quapa guy, right? Right, right. So, <laughs> I didn't even um... know he was Hoppa and Quapa. Like, like, was that made clear in the movie? I forget. Um, oh, I thought, I, I guess, like, my, my, my like, uh, my banana senses were tingling. I was like, okay. oh, that guy's, that guy's Asian, for sure, okay. partially. All right, well, okay. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 it didn't even dawn upon me that that was... Like, he might be, like, he might it. be, like, half or three-quarters peeled, but definitely, <laughs> definitely yellow. peeled. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, we, in terms of... Uh, t- keeping tabs on like wait what the fuck's actually going on think of pretty woman right like, how the fuck does that start it's because richard gear gets dumped right right and right. then he's like riding around in his like hot rod car ends up in the red light district right, right and meets right. julia roberts and it's like yo you know get in my car right right and right. then then uh you think like oh you know is he just like a uh, bored and he he's like a uh, not a sleazy dude he just wants company but he bangs her or something or like she like like she performs and it's like that's not traditionally speaking like the most wholesome origin for a relationship now of course like if you want to be real sex positive about it i'm not saying anything bad about sex workers i'm just saying like that is like a, a setup that a lot of people in real life would be like wait so you got dumped, and then that night you go find another chick, and then you bang her, and she and she you found her on the street. 
Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be a bit more, you know, conservatively minded about it, then yeah, I mean, it does, it does raise some eyebrows, right? Um, well, it's, it's not just it's not just the sex work aspect. I'm also saying in terms of time, like that's a little trashy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. It, I see. I see <laughs> that your relationship refractory period might be a little shorter than mine. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm like double your age. So, you know, that's my, my boomer talking. Right, but, right, right. Fine. But fine. at least, you know, fellow boomers out there, they might also be like, okay, yeah, like as a movie, it's, it's an interesting setup and it could be charming as kind of like a thought experiment. But for me, I think there are lots of people who wouldn't really be down for that for themselves is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of question marks there, like how the dynamics of that relationship would work. Right. Work. Yeah. Or even like beauty right. and the beast, man, like beauty, and the beast people. That like, oh, was the best fucking Disney movies. Like what, you know, nominated for the Academy of Stockholm War. syndrome, man. Like, yeah, that's what I said before. It's like, I'm trapped in this house. Guess we got a bang beauty and the beast. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of these romances, when you when you start to dissect it really rationally, right? You actually digest it. You're like, wait, what the fuck? I mean, I, I also had that perspective too as I was watching it. I'm just saying, like, I guess because I just accepted that, like, oh, this is a rom com, so I kind of have to work with like rom com physics, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, as, as a, I'm gonna out you right now. <laughs> we talk about it in the next episode, anyways. Just a trailer. Uh, as a guy who, uh, you know, was was tindering pretty hard at one point. Right, 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 right. I think that you have maybe a very useful uh, <laughs> point of view on this whole catfishing thing that I don't really have. Right, like mm. I did use Bumble for a bit, but one, I was never catfished, and two, I didn't meet up with with very many people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just I I know much less, but I know from some of my friends, including you, that catfishes, you know, they abound. They're everywhere. Yeah. So you watching these two and their dynamic and their kind of like, let's say, respective sins, how do mm. you feel about it? Did you think that one was worse than the other? Or did you kind of resonate with either of their experiences? In terms of catfishing experiences, I've only had one notable experience, I would say. And I don't really have much sympathy for myself because I still went through with things. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just went through a breakup and uh, someone messaged me while I was at the gym. Like, literally like, hey, come over, bring condoms. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, like no conversation. Like, like, barely any conversation at all, right? Christ, all right. Yeah, and uh, when, I, when I got to her place, um, you know, it wasn't so much... The calf, I mean, she looked a bit more different in real life compared to her pictures. Um, but it was like okay, the whole... as big of a difference as Josh and Tag? Like, you have to give us some no, kind of... No, 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 no. It was okay. not nearly as bad. I mean, she just looked... Well, it was also just the nature of the whole dynamic. Like, okay, so, I mean, so like, you know, I, I walk up, you know, to her apartment... And the door opens, and I just see this woman in a pink tutu. Like, 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 what the fuck? Like, literally in a pink tutu. She's like, Did hey, she just like, finish, like, a dance rehearsal? Uh, no. Well, I guess, so, from, from what I gather, she was, like, very much in, like, the avant-garde, like, street fashion kind of world, you know? And 
And I, I, I didn't know that like ballet shit was now street fashion. I don't I, even know I, what street I, fashion I, is anymore. I, I don't know, man. I mean, and I was like, oh, so <laughs> you, you, you dressed up for the occasion. And she was like, oh, I thought I'd put on something nice. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did you, did you come okay. dressed as a plumber or something? No, dude. I literally just came from the fucking gym, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Ma'am, I do my own plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> great video. Great video. Yeah. Great. Great uh, stuff. Great, great stuff. stuff. Jack O'Shea. Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> but, um, well, she just, the filters were on very high in her Tinder pictures, and that just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, come through, right? And, you know, to her credit, they were very well filtered to the point where i i didn't even i couldn't even tell right i mean oh they're so they were very kind of tastefully done and not obvious yeah yeah mm. and then you know damn irl is just like oh oh this is um i feel a little bit catfished she also had really bad teeth she was a smoker and mm. i know this is like this is just a preference but like teeth i'm like kind of particular you know i don't you know what I mean? It's just, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm going to... Mm-hmm. Well, you were, you were making your... Right. Well, you were making your decisions based on the information provided to you. Well, I was. I was. I mean... And when that's really different from your, your updated kind of information once you arrive, that's going to be particularly jarring, right? Because yeah. you wouldn't have matched with this person if you had known... The, the, the more accurate set. So That's true. With, with this sort of experience under your belt, right? And it mm-hmm. wasn't, so let's say, for example, right? Like when mm-hmm. you were watching the, the early scene of uh, Natalie rolling up to Josh's house and she's expecting right. tag, right? This kind of like rugged, right, right. beardy, mildly Asian, you know, dude. Yeah. And then she sees Josh instead. Like how, how did you feel in that scene? Well, I mean, in the moment, like, the way the screenplay is, is like, oh, like, that that's actually kind of funny, right? You know, that's, like, the immediate gut reaction. It's like, oh, like, haha, you know, like, look at this difference. And, and Josh is like, it's like, what, what are you doing here, you know? And, like, the family's all there, right? Um, but then, you know, <laughs> right. when you let that sit in your head a bit. Um, it, it would be probably pretty horrifying, right? <sighs> yeah, I mean, there was, like, a little bit of cringe or a lot of bit of cringe, you know, inside, mm-hmm. the, you know. Inside my head, just like, oh my god, that this is this is, I, I I've kind mm-hmm. of been here before, you know. <laughs> it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. um, it's uh, right the nan <laughs> nan flashback, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> the, Thousand yeah, yards like, tattoos dropping out of like the the sky or something, like <laughs> like why, why are the trees <laughs> dancing, you know? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this starting point, right, like this is a terrible thing to do Mm. to someone right the catfishing thing i think like everyone except for the psychopaths who actually do it um well some of them let's say they're 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 desperate as the movie also goes into too so psychopath is probably maybe a little too umbrella but pretty much like ethically minded people and putting like extreme desperation to the side we all know it's a terrible Mm -hmm. fucking thing to do Mm -hmm. to just someone right yeah how about natalie's catfishing because I think that's so much more subtle. And when you look at some of the reviews about Love Heart, there is a, there's a range of opinions, I think, in terms of how severe or not severe people view her version of catfishing. Well, I mean, straight up, I mean, she also lied, right, about... Well, she didn't lie, but it was like lying by omission, right? The fact that 
she was a journalist, right, writing this article. So you do you feel like that's a little scummy a to have like because you're, you're making your bread off the experience? Yeah, I mean it is a bit scummy, right? Um, and it just also seems like really, you know, poor taste. To or, I mean, poor taste is probably an understatement, but like, you know, trying to get along with all the tags' interests that doesn't do anyone favors. I don't know if that's catfishing outright. You know, I can understand a lot of situations where that might be the case, where like, oh, you think this person's really hot, so I'm just going to try to, you know, match this person's vibe and their interests. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're just lying to yourself and to that person. Well, let's let's go over some of the things that she lies about, right? Okay. Just to kind of concretize it. So, one, she lies about her interest in rock climbing, right? Right, right, right. So, Josh, Josh agrees to help Natalie get in touch with Tag because he used Tag's photos, right? So it's like, okay, well, you're stuck here. There are no flights back. So you can stay here and perhaps we can have this sort of exchange, right? Because you can't go back anyway. And my parents are so happy that, you know, a loser like me can get a girlfriend like you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can pretend to be my girlfriend for like the week. And mm -hmm. then during that time, I can help you get the guy that you actually want to meet, you know, since you're so disappointed to see me. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. to be fair, well, it's, it depends on how you look at this, but he, like Josh didn't actually tell Natalie to come fly out to see him. Although you could also argue that, that they had built up so much rapport that it could be kind of victim blaming. I'm just saying, though, that objectively speaking, that he didn't well. actually say yeah. that. He didn't tell her to do anything. But it's also not completely ridiculous, I think, if you guys are jiving so hard that you're falling asleep to each other's calls. So I I also don't think it's so ridiculous. Anyway, that's the setup, and she sees Tag and is like, "Oh yeah, you know he's hot. That's the guy that I had in my mind at least visually mm -hmm. when I matched with you and we had these phone calls and all that." So uh, she lies about the rock climbing. She doesn't like rock climbing at all. She lies about liking Walden by by <laughs> right, uh, Thoreau, right. right? And she's like. A she 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 seems to really dislike that book. That's another divisive book, a mm -hmm, divisive piece mm -hmm. of media. And then um, she lies about being vegan. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about those three concrete examples? There might be a few other things, but those are the ones that I remember. Like, I think that if you were trying to build rapport with someone, I could imagine, I haven't done this, but I could imagine that if you're on a date with someone and they like, kind of outdoorsy things or sporty things like rock climbing. I think they also go sledding too, right? That's when she drops the pot brownie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, I, I could imagine someone doing that, right? Like for example, my girlfriend, she fucking hates cats. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. she never brought that up until kind of like later into the relationship. Now she didn't say, oh, I love cats, but she also never revealed her level of dislike for cats now she's kind of softened up a little bit you know my cat has helped melt some of that ice <laughs> right, right, but right. um I mean, you know i can understand mm -hmm. for some things mm -hmm. it's like oh in order to spend time with this person i'll bite the bullet for now not a big deal but how about when you get into like oh you like reading that book now they're now it's going to ideals and values i think hmm. it's like i like that too oh you're a vegan like me too wait i think She's she's actually a vegan, right? Because she oh she, she oh did I get backwards? She, oh sorry. yeah yeah. But but, but uh, what's the name? Tag took her to the steakhouse, right? 
And she's like absolutely disgusted, right? right yeah, she's right. a vegan, and then he like loves meat. Uh, that seems a lot more consistent, right? Right, right. And right, right. Um, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll I, I'll eat steak, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I guess the question is, when is it kind of not really catfishing, but there's some like, what's it called, like uh, echoes of it, right? I mean, well, I I think. This is kind of like, when we think of catfishing, we obviously think of the visual. I think this is kind of like a, well, there's a different way to describe it, like an informational or like a personality catfishing, hmm. like an emotional catfishing. Hmm. 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 Right. Well, I mean, I think, you know, one of the scenes that, you know, I, I kind of liked, but also very tacky was uh, in the senior citizen home, right? Where Josh is trying to teach the the senior citizens how to use dating apps and dating websites right and he kind of has this whole spiel about you know what it, what it means to be you know honest right and not to like you know all of these like you know the, the version of you as you are is probably already really great but then you know what about i just push the envelope on these things right um just to make myself mm seem a little bit more marketable and a little bit more and a little bit more until really that that person is so far removed from who you actually are. I think that's a really natural thing to do and certainly on dating apps. Just round up to the next inch. <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> no, but, or, or, you know, the next inch or, or two, right? I mean, it's like, well, I mean, that's like the whole joke, right? You know, like, you know. I'm, I'm six foot on Tinder. Yeah, exactly, right? 5'11", <laughs> but six foot on Tinder, right? I mean. Not even five. Like, some people are really egregious. They're like 5'10", and they're like six foot on Tinder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing about dating apps is that it is so visual, right? That's true. And, you know, just, and mm. I don't think people spend that much time reading the bios. So like, and you only have like a hundred forty <laughs> I mean, characters. I mean, from from my like sample that. size of, of from my sample size of observing you, yeah, it doesn't seem like people spend as much time reading the bios. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I put work in my bios, you know, and I try. No, to be... no, I know, I know, it's that <laughs> I know it's that LAC education that gives you, you know, lightning quick speed reading. So you know, I mean, also got four hundred characters, right? Got a. Yeah, gotta fit everything true. within that, you know. Like, how do I uh, when present I, myself? When I was using Bumble, I actually paid a lot of attention Bumble's to nicer. reading bios. They, yeah, that's bu- true. Bumble has more options for bios. Like Tinder is okay. Just See, okay, blur. fair enough. Oh, okay, I don't actually know because I, I never used it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, look at me. I'm so elevated. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, what we were talking about, like, um, mm-hmm. like at what point does it become lying? Yeah, like. Because what I find thought-provoking about this movie is that the starting point is something universally reviled. We all fucking hate it, right? Like, that traditional type of catfishing. Fuck, it even inspired that TV show, right? I didn't. I never watched that, but I figured it was, like, kind of like To Catch a Predator or something. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. In a way. I mean, yeah. So, um, we all know that. But then it is, then, like, directly compared against this other kind of catfishing but where people are much more divided so when i was reading some of these reviews though some people Mm. vehemently said like okay natalie makes a lot of let's say ethical missteps right like she shouldn't do that it's wrong Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's not nearly as bad as what josh did right and that's some of those scathing reviews they Mm -hmm. couldn't 
get past that what I consider to be like rom com physics. It's like okay, yeah. you just have to you just have to accept this like ridiculously kooky setup, right? In order to like get further into the movie. And if you can't do that, then you're gonna have a bad time, or you're gonna turn it off. Right, right, right. But some of them were just like very firm. Like okay, you know, she does these things, but. That's understandable. That in order to get better know this guy that you're attracted to, that you might fib a little bit, and then later on you reveal the truth. And but you know mm-hmm. to to lie and use someone else's photos that is certainly way worse. Hmm. But then there were hmm. some reviews where it was like, and this is where I kind of fall, where it's like, it's clear that what Josh did was really bad. Hmm. Is Natalie's as bad? Is it even worse in a way? And I think that there's actually interesting room to play with that and think about it. Because for some people, here's why, where I think the crux of it really lies. It's how much tag puts into these things that she lied about, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think there's any objective set value for like, oh, you lie about, being, um, about, about not being vegan, about eating meat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you lie about like, you know, the books you like. Mm-hmm. So for some people, it's like, dude, she just lied about one book and you're trying to compare it to this guy who didn't even use those fucking photos. Like, are you crazy? But like, what if to that person, like that book was like the Bible to him? Right. You know what I mean? Right, like right, he's, right, he's right, not right. religious, you know, in like a Christian or, or that sort of sense, but it's like, he's a really outdoorsy guy made yeah. to him like Walden that's where I found myself in this book. Yeah, and to, yeah. to hear someone be like, oh, I love that book too. It's like, oh my God, we're kindred spirits. Right, 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 right. I mean, they're that's bad for very different, different. They're bad for different mm. reasons, right? I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's hard to compare. I don't think it's fair to compare necessarily and be like, oh, what Josh just did was like the worst thing ever. I mean, what he did was, was bad. I think we can all agree on that, right? At, at least between you and me. I right. think everyone agrees on that. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare against that metric with what with um, Natalie did, right? I mean, no, I understand that they're they're different in execution and approach. Um, like, is it worse, mm-hmm. quote unquote? I don't know if it's worse, but I don't think that's the point either, right? I mean, what she did is. You know, like it really wastes someone other someone else's time, essentially, right? And their energy into a potential relationship, right? Um, yeah, you know that's why I I felt bad for Tag. You know, I mean, I know there needs to be a hashtag. Yeah. Tag's the victim. Tag was done dirty. I mean, yeah. Well, I found that funny too because. And I'm kind of glad the movie didn't go too overboard with it, but I think they're kind of like poking fun at like, is Tag kind of like a bro-y idiot? He's like hot, but kind of vapid and really into like bro science-y stuff or like really mainstream shit. Right, right, right. But still, you know, like what if if Walden was his Bible, right? I mean, he clearly had such a passion for it. And Mm. I mean, mean, if I was dating someone – and then, like, you know, like, one or two months in, you know, she tells me, you know, all these things that I've, that I'm, like, incredibly passionate about. All of a sudden, you mm-hmm. know, she's I'm like, I'm going to trigger you right now. I'm going to trigger you right now. Like, yeah. what if, for example, <laughs> right, like, you meet this chick, you know, she's like, Kevin, oh, my God, I'm so glad that you just talked about, like, your huge 
watch collection. I actually yeah, also yeah. fucking love timepieces. Uh-huh. And you're like, you know, uh, you're like oozing in your pants. Like, oh, yes, baby. Yeah, please t- keep telling me, you know, about like, you know, Omega and whatever. But um, Come on, I have a Rolex? And then, and, Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. But then you find out later. She's like, so um, I might have overstated my interest in watches. Yeah, I mean, I'd be pretty like, I mean, I... I I'd probably be a little hurt, you know, like, well, it depends on how, how she puts it. Right. I mean, look, I don't, I don't expect anyone to be like a full on nerd geek about it. Like, well, here's, here's, here's the other thing, right? Like, I think one of, you know, in a relationship, I think it's, it's kind of hot if, you know, your partner, uh, dedicates a lot of time to learning something that, you know, she, he, they know that you're really invested in. Right. And, you know, because mm. that, that's showing me that you're taking the time to learn about something I care about, right? No, I, I understand that people can also cultivate new passions, like under uh, the influence or the encouragement of friends or mm-hmm. a possible romantic partner or something. Like, you mm-hmm. learn something new, right? Yeah. Or you change your perspective on something. Fair. But to frame it from the beginning, yeah, that it's, it's not mm-hmm. just like, oh, I find them interesting. It's about degree, right? Yeah. It's like... I fucking love watches just like you. Yeah. And then after a period of time, it's like not even just, oh, I'm not really interested, but some of that stuff, like I think she actually in the movie, if I'm not, I mean, one, she was vegan and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll I'll eat a steak with him. Fine. Yeah. It's like that. Those are diametrically opposed. Right, 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 right. Right. So it's not just like, oh, I don't like watches. It's like, oh, watches, they, watches are Satan (laughs) or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> said no one ever but you know right, you get right, my right, you get my drift right, right, right. But i mean yeah no no i understand it, yeah. it'd be, yeah, I'd I mean, be if like you... if my girlfriend said mm-hmm. like i love felines i'm so glad that you're like a cat man yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Then, and then afterwards she's like i fucking hate cats you know no that, that's hurtful man that's hurtful you know that's like getting that's getting the rug you know pulled off your feet i mean <laughs> Like, you know, this fuck, reminds man? me, this reminds <laughs> me, a friend of a friend, uh, she, she had this situation where it, again, it wasn't, she has run into both actually. Okay. So she's a good, she's a good example of someone she's experienced it both. So she was catfished by this dude who had morphed his face with, um, a, I think, a a fairly obscure model. Also his body too. So it looked like he was built and like all the, you know, he had like, he was, he was a good looking dude in the, in the photos. And then when she met up with him, they met up in this dark ass bar. So she, so it was really obscure. Oh She's like, oh, well maybe, maybe he's just taking a break from looking really prim and mm-hmm. he's just, you know, it's a t-shirt and hoodie day or something. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she quickly discovered cause she, she, uh, I think backwards did a backwards search uh, on Google or something image search and she was like holy shit like this this guy is is not that guy at all yeah and then um she went on a date with another guy and she she saw him for a bit and this guy uh, visually he was the real deal it's like oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. i find him attractive he lines up with his photos Mm -hmm. we get along great he tells her that he sells luxury cars Right. It's like, oh, you know, I make a lot of money, like tons of fucking money. It was something like absurd, like like 40, 50 K a month, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, selling luxury cars. Hmm. After a few weeks, she finds out that he's an Uber Eats driver. (laughs) 
Oh, Jesus. And then she also found his LinkedIn and was like, oh, well, you know, like I, I sold cars at one point, but they were not luxury cars and it was for like a few months. Right. I mean, that that's kind of the thing where, where Josh was saying, right? You're like stretching the truth until like, mm-hmm. where is the truth anymore? It's so fucking unrecognizable from the real deal. Right. And that just leads to disappointment for the other person. So, I mean, if you want to call that catfishing, well, I mean, whatever you call it, whether it's catfishing or not, it's also not okay. Right. I think you're wasting everyone's time. Mm-hmm. And right. I think it's yeah. it's harder to pinpoint like where everyone's line is. Right. I guess even visually you could say like, oh, I accept that for a lot of people, they're going to do some touch ups on their photos or they're going to find the most flattering light, the most flattering sure. angles. Like you don't want to make yourself look shitty. Right. But you probably would yeah. probably want to make yourself look representative. Right. I, would, I would say. I just think that with the reviews that I saw, some of them didn't seem that bothered by the things that she lied about. It's like they didn't seem like, oh, she lied about a book, she lied about sports, she lied about her diet. Like, is that tantamount to using someone else's pictures? And you have a good point. It's hard to horizontally compare. But that's what what I find interesting about the movie in that I think it it does have this setup to just make you think about it, right? <laughs> and um, for me, like, yeah, I think there's a very good argument that it's, quote-unquote, just as bad. Yeah, yeah. I think. And it also, I think, sheds light on how we view the order of attraction. And it makes sense. Like, I've never really questioned it. Mm -hmm. It's like you find someone attractive first, usually visually, right? You see someone, you're like, oh, who's that? Right? Like, oh, she has nice hair. Right, right, right. Or whatever, or a nice style, or or, or nice nose, nice ears. All sorts of things we could go into. right. Um, and then afterwards, you get to know them more, and you get to know, oh, wow, like she also likes watches. And then, like, you know, <laughs> she <laughs> she also graduated from, like, a snobby elitist school. So we have so many things in common. <laughs> God. I'm single, ladies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I Christ. think this movie uh. is, has an interesting thing here. Right, right. Where, right. like... What if you fall in love with someone's personality first, and then you get to see what they actually look like? Hmm. Hmm. I guess in the earlier days of the internet, there might have been, a, you know, some people like that, you know, on like chat rooms and stuff. Probably more of that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's well, hard. Well, then compared though. to today, I think. But I also feel like visual attraction is also very important. Um <laughs> No, I, th- it, I mean, I mean, it I is think, important, you know, for like, sure. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, looks fade mm-hmm. eventually, right? And, you know, when you look at older couples, what keeps them together is not not the looks, right? But, like, all the I don't know if looks stuff. fade exactly. I would say looks change. Well, they change. Because- I mean, fade in terms of, like, we all get old and look shitty at, at one point, right? Unless you're, unless you're George Clooney, you know, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Now back to double pontification. Okay, I, I was just saying, like, there, there are some, like, uh, I don't know, Japanese, like, uh, grandmothers and grandfathers. I thought, you know, they're, like, cute old geriatric people. I wouldn't want to bang them, but, uh. <laughs> like, I don't, I, I get what you mean. Like, the looks change, certainly. 
Like they're, right, they change right. over time. That's what I mean. If right. you, you want to be, if you want to be, you know, more harsh about it, they erode or they or they fade. Sure. I don't think it should be the top of your list. But wait, wait, wait! You were just talking about Sandra Bullock the other day, isn't she like fifty-five? Yeah, that's true. She's like fifty something. Yeah, she, she's looking great. You know, I mean. Yeah. Okay, look, I mean, but those are all like you know, rich <laughs> actors with access to really good gyms. Probably some personal trainers and all the fucking time in the world and capital. All that Hollywood money, you know, mm-hmm. like you know. So obviously, you know, like like Paulina Porsakova, you know, like of Who's course that? she she's um she's a a model. She's been like in the news a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Paulina, was it Porsakova? <laughs> Poroskova. Uh, she's like fifty six, and you know, a lot of oh, people wait, are giving you know, her. I, I, yeah. You know, people are, are, like, hating on her for, like, you know, posting these, like, modeling pictures of herself. But, you know, really, she's, like, embracing herself. You know, I, I have heard of her. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but I, I think I think looks are important, but it's not... I don't think it's the... If you're looking for, like, a serious relationship, right? I don't think that's, like... That, that shouldn't be, like, the top value that you're considering, right? When you're really thinking of a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, looks... Like I said, looks are going to change as you as you age, right? Values. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, once you're in your like late twenties, I think you pretty have most people have a good idea of themselves already, right? And I, I would say it know, stabilizes. It stabilizes. I mean, there's always room to expand and sure, change, but it's sure. it's much more stable, I think. Right, right. But I think that's going to more inform of how compatible you are with one person. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, I think that's kind of where the movie trends toward, you know, by the end, right? Like I think that's kind of the kind of narrative arc of the story, right? In right, terms right, of right. what Natalie learns, and then in terms of what Josh learns, right? He learns to embrace things about himself, right? Because that's true. The that's reason true. why he had those catfishing photos, right? And this is a common reason, although there are also some like more much like crazier reasons, in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. still devastating nonetheless, but for example, people who just like to toy with people and are cr- incredibly manipulative. Oh, yeah, like, that's fucked up. Want to watch the world burn sort of shit. I mean, that's the shit you see on MTV, right? <laughs> like, like people. I never saw to... the show, so I don't know how shitty it gets. Oh, dude, it gets, it gets shitty. Like, people like trying <laughs> okay. to get, get back at people. It's like, oh, you slept with my sister or some shit like that. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, okay, it's like Jerry Springer. It's really bad. It's, it's, oh, it's, Jesus. it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, sure. Um, but it's because he, and this is still not, it's not like a justification. It's just humanizing a person, right? Hmm. In terms of he was uh, overshadowed by his older brother. He never thought he was good looking. Right, right. Uh, he was a loser in school, didn't feel confident. And he just like wanted, he, he was just perhaps so desperate for interaction yeah. with someone that, yeah he did it under this disguise. And he even said himself, like he never planned to meet with her, which is still really shitty because you're like manipulating someone's emotions. Right, right. But I do think it's a bit different from just like being straight up kind of maniacally evil. You know? It's a different shade, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's still self-serving nonetheless, right? Um, That's true. You know. but, I, but you brought up good things about Natalie too, where it's like, interestingly enough the job aspect is not brought up that much in the reviews i've read but i think hmm. there's something like really heinous there where it's like wait you're making money 
from like re- recalling, like recounting these like weirdo failed dates you've had with people. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that part is uh, to me is also kind of dodgy. Like you know, it's also kind of hard. Like how do you bring this up, right? <laughs> Like you bring this up to like someone on the first day, like, "Hey, by the way, I'm a journalist <laughs> talking about you know you know my dating I'm life." I'm a journalist. I'm an investigative journalist looking into human connection. I mean, like, how do you bring that up, right? That's, that's um, like I'm I'm a I'm an automobile transportation specialist, as in a carjacker. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a professional in financial extractions. I'm a bank robber. <laughs> That's how you. That's how you got to do ling, lingo on LinkedIn. You know, Dude, that, that's that's literally LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is just professional Tinder. Like you know, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that part is also pretty <laughs> shitty. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, like how would you bring that up? I mean, you could just rip the bandaid off. Be like, yeah, I'm a journalist, and then you know. Uh, yeah, I would probably want to make it clear to, you know, my partner or whoever I'm on the date with, like, like, hey, you know, just so you know, like, this is what I write about. I mean, I still generally, like, I, I really enjoy the date, mm-hmm. right? Um, You know, this is, just, mm-hmm. just try to be honest about it, right? Well, here's what um, I'd say, right? Like, you can't be honest about everything all at once because this is not how because you have to no. build trust you have that's to build poor that's true so there's like a it's kind of like we talk about in the next episode <laughs> mm-hmm. time machine right mm-hmm. in terms of um i mean you you said that if there's something you could change in terms of going back in time uh with your college girlfriend who was white mm-hmm. you're chinese american as am i right you mm-hmm. would have broached at some point you know a topic about your guys' combination in terms of being an Asian male, white right. female, right? Right, right, right. But that's not the sort of shit you can bring up like your first week into the relationship. Or maybe you can if you really have that connection. But right, I right. would say probably a few months in, right? That's when you can have a sit down and talk about it. I mean, what's important is that you have to have the have the rapport and trust first, right? To even think, because that's a deep topic. That's that's a heavy topic, you know, that's... It, it, it is a heavy topic. I mean, at least for me, true. right? But, I mean... But, you know, here's the thing, right? So, of course, of course, yeah. So, identity stuff, I think most people would agree that's a very heavy, intense, real topic, right? Yeah, yeah. So core to someone. Okay, but... I would say that perhaps like when it comes to being a vegan, because a lot of people are vegans. I can't remember in the movie how, what she says in terms of why she's a vegan, but I do think it's along these lines is, is because you find it disgusting how animals are treated. Mm-hmm. You're taking a really strong kind of moral stance. This is a cause. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've never compared the two, but I do think that there's an argument to be said that can hold for some people, depending on how serious you are about it. Sure. If you're like, if you're like involved in in PETA and shit, right? Like that could be like the same level of thinking about race stuff. Oh, I mean, I mean, you can choose to be vegan, right? I mean. No, of course, I'm not saying they're the same, but I'm just saying in terms of if, if you took it so seriously, where like. For, for for the you, purpose, for example, yeah. For the purposes mm. of this argument, I, I I get where you're coming from, and I, and I I see what you mean, right? I mean, I'm not saying they're equivalent. No, but I'm just saying though, it that, can be a core value, right? Um, something core right. to your identity. Sure, sure. But very core, much more than just like, oh, I like rock climbing. I guess unless you're the free solo dude, then then maybe free for that guy. <laughs> like, right, 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 you right. said you liked rock climbing, <laughs> right, <laughs> All right. right? Right. So in that in that case, sure, right. 
if you make that your religion, if you make anything like your, your life kind of revolves around it. Yeah. Then sure. Yeah. In, in that case, right? Like I get where maybe you don't spill the beans on everything about yourself, but at the same time, that is different from lying about it. Like if, if it comes up kind of organically or the other person asks and then you deny it or you, you fictionalize with something else that's like antithetical to what you actually think or do, mm-hmm. that's a huge problem. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, sometimes like, oh, we haven't gotten to that yet. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, actually, we just happened to stumble into this topic and you fucking lied to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little different. No. Yeah. No. So, I mean, that's why I feel like Natalie, she, I mean, I find it surprising that people are not giving her as much hate. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're like trying to, if you have the, if you have Josh's actions as the backdrop, it's hard to. I mean, it's easy actually to just compare like that, but then you really have to dive into like what what is actually going on, right? With Natalie basically lying to this guy, right? Tag. Um, so. Yeah, like it's that's just what I find interesting about it is that I I almost find this like almost like a maybe like a Rorschach test where hmm. maybe you could get a sense of the reflection of other viewers perspectives and maybe what a a taste of what their experiences have been or like you know what they really care about Mm -hmm. maybe because i don't have catfishing experiences right like as a catfisher or the catfishy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know for me it's like all very much like a thought experiment so that's why like i'm like oh like well maybe that could be not not like a in a definitive way but those things could be compared just for sake of discussion whereas for other people they're not so divorced from it where I, I think that uh, for the reviews, hmm. many of the people doing it were women, the, the reviewers, not all of them, but I think hmm. it was a slight slant toward women, especially because I think rom-coms generally appeal to more women than men. Mm-hmm. And I could imagine if you're a woman who has been catfished, right? And it's like a, a physical catfishing, right? Like that could be maybe particularly scary because physicality just might might pose different sort of risks, you know, in that, in that case. And I, mm. I also think that just dating dynamics too, it's going to hit different, I think, for some women. Now, of course, mm. both have their challenges, but maybe that's why. But, um, and maybe that's also why some of them could put the, themselves in the shoes of Natalie and be like, well, and, and if you want to be more forgiving, which is also valid, it's like, well, look, she's like trapped in this fucking place at Lake, Lake Placid. Right, right, right. right. Like it's not, that's not NYC, you know, it's this right. small fucking town. Right. And she was catfished. Like, like you know, let's not, let's not forget that, right? You don't want to gaslight her into like, being like, oh, you could have made it, yeah. So it's like a domino effect or original sin. It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, she didn't make the best of choices, but she was kind of like trapped in the situation. Yeah, so anyone okay. could kind of, that's fair. you know, freak fair. out or not be, not be their best. Right. Right. right, right so right, that's right. also fair too. Right. Right. But that's why I think it's interesting. And that's why we're having this discussion. Just cause I think it can be taken in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But tag, I agree that actually that's, that's one thing that I wish the movie had addressed. There are a few things that I wish the movie had done differently. One is that, I really didn't like that karaoke scene. What do you think of it? Wait, which which karaoke scene? Was, uh... It's like she's allergic to mango or something. Oh yeah, she yeah, takes yeah, a yeah. Shot. She takes a shot of it and she like yeah gets allergic. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I I found that a little almost like mean spirited. Hmm. 
you know, so? like the whole joke was that she was like puffed up and disfigured and all that. And like, I get it, but I, I like that's a life or death situation. Uh, like, <laughs> no, no, not, not that thing. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I guess I'm like less sensitive about that. It's more like, I guess there are some people who, I mean, there, there are people with everything, but there's some people who are like maybe visually disfigured. And I think like having the whole shtick be like she thinks she's like really sexy, but she looks like fucking frightening. Uh, like, I, I, I see. Just how the way it was shot for some reason, like I just it was very disorienting, hmm. and I also just kind of felt like I just felt like the comedy was not really landing in that scene for me. Hmm. Like I think she, there could have been a way to have some awkward interaction with Tag. And not have it be so almost like body horror or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Like it's, huh. it's not it's not a big point, but I did find it for whatever reason to be like a little almost like um like offensive. I, yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like this whole shtick's like, oh, she's so ugly. It's like uh, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other thing is that yeah, I wish Tag had gotten a fucking apology. Yeah, yeah. He kind of just leaves right after the at the ceremony and he's gone. Yeah, exactly. He's like, wow, what the fuck? Like, you said you liked all this shit and then you're engaged to yeah, this dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and he's like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. go fucking like snowboarding or something. Peace. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the movie really did him dirty, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, really, Tag is not even like a fully developed character, he's just a tool. In a plot line. Yeah, he's a prop. He's, he's a, a prop. prop. He's a hot prop. <laughs> I mean, he's a prop, but also he represents, you know, the consequences of shit like this, right? I mean... Like, people get hurt. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it's like the the rom-com, more dramatic, more, fan, you know, fantastical version of, uh, you know, the MTV show, right? Like, people people get hurt, man. Like, it's not cool, you know? Um, and and, and I, what I find interesting is that you know, Josh catfish, catfish Natalie, and Natalie, you know, if, again, if we can call it catfishing, but, you know, she lies to Tag, and out of those three people, Tag is the one who, you know, he he, he gets, the, the, you know, the short end of the stick. He, he gets screwed over, mm-hmm. right? Well, they get together. And, and, and yeah, and, and jo- yeah, I mean, Josh <laughs> and Natalie get together, yeah. and, like, part of me is, yeah. like, is this really healthy? Like, like in a way, is, is, is Natalie gaslighting herself? Into being in a relationship. What do you mean by that? Well, well, the fact that Josh catfished her. I mm. feel like that's such a big thing. It's like, dude, like I know you guys like connected in a lot of things, right? Mm. And I know you guys have had you know this whole you know time together, right? Bonding, like oh, let's try to get get you with tag and all that. But 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 Josh catfished you. Like, did we forget about all this? And, you know, I guess in a way she also guilts herself, mm. maybe, because of how she treated Tag. So that probably okay. doesn't mm. help her own, you know, image of herself. It's like, oh, shit, I did a shitty thing. And, like, but, but so, dude, Josh, so me, Josh catfished her. Like, like, but, like, but do you think that, <laughs> but do you think that he, he amends for that enough, though? So here's what I'd say. Mm. Like, I, I almost feel like, let me just mean, see if this is what you mean. Okay. Right. So mm. if you're to, to like, draw this kind of like um, as a little like map of dynamics, right? Like Josh catfish, Natalie, Natalie catfishes tag, right? But Natalie doesn't do anything bad, quote unquote, to 
uh, Josh. So are you saying that? What, what for, do you mean? With, when they quote unquote bad to Josh, as in she because Josh does something that harms her, something negative toward her. Okay. She yeah. does something negative t- toward Tag. Yeah. But okay. she does not do anything negative toward Josh. Are you saying okay. because of that, them getting together kind of has like a weird inequality of dynamic because she did bad things, but it wasn't directed toward him, while the, the bad things that he did were directed toward her. So what I'm saying is I feel like Natalie and Josh get together. It, given the fact that Josh catfished Natalie, ha- I mean, it, it almost seems like Natalie has forgotten about this whole catfishing thing. Like, there was a dishonesty thing here in the first place. But does she forget? Right? I thought she sees his um, his profile with the, his actual pictures, including one that she took of him. Yeah, but like, okay, again, I think now I'm like coming back to reality, right? Wouldn't you still have a question mark <laughs> in your head? Like, I still got catfished. I mean, yes, we've had this whole, like, journey of, like, hey, what it means to be a better person in terms of dating and being honest about yourself. But, like, doesn't that still lead to some question marks? Maybe I'm being a skeptic, right? Like, I I, I could still see maybe in a longer time period. yeah, I mean, that I I get where you're coming from, but, I mean, Jesus, if we're talking about this realistically, too, I probably wouldn't get together with this chick, you know, I also wouldn't catfish someone, but if I had catfished someone, like, if she were like, oh, dude, you're like a fucking, like, dweeb, you don't look anything like those hot, like, Okay. Picks of that other guy, right? No, so we wouldn't even be there. Up. Okay, so we wouldn't so even be like, here in the first place. Okay, <laughs> that, that's yeah. So right, what I'm right, saying is right. like, realistically, realistically, like no one should actually just like fly out to Lake Placid without giving someone a heads up on Christmas, <laughs> right? Okay, like fair but point. If that mm-hmm. were to happen, right? Realistically, you realize you're catfished. You get the fuck out. Right. 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 It doesn't right. even. There's no movie. Right. So. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from. No, it's disturbing. And that's why everyone universally recognizes that it's bad. But what I think is interesting mm-hmm. is how, it's kind of like how, how, how willing are you to play ball with like the movie setup? Are you willing to meet halfway? So in terms of like Josh, uh, his redemption arc, right? Is like, okay, well, I know that you're physically interested in tag. You know, those are his photos. That's what he looks like. I can do that for you. I can, I can set you up with this guy if you really want to get it to know mm-hmm. him better. Like, mm-hmm. I can actually feed you a strategy guide. It's like Nintendo Power, right? Dude, no one's going to know what the fuck you're just talking about. You're dating yourself. <laughs> you're dating play, yourself, Dick. Play, play the ocarina in front of the Deku tree. <laughs> right? Nintendo Power. But, <laughs> but you know, like, he, he guides her. Right, because he's like, okay, I feel so bad because okay. you fly out here, you can't leave, and like, and I'm not I saying guess, he's like okay. a fucking saint because she's also playing a role to help him. Yeah, but yeah, he's like yeah. trying to be like he's recognizing like, look, okay, you don't like how I look, I, I accept that, right? Because no one likes how I look, <laughs> so you know, I'll set you up with Jeez, this hot this dude. Incel material, man. I wonder how I wonder how the incel community feels about this. Oh, jeez, I don't oh, know. Oh, god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, I'm sure there's overlap. I, I don't know. That would be interesting, though. Maybe we could do a little deep dive after this. Mm-hmm. Um, right? But so it's like, he recognizes that. It's like, he doesn't think he's a fucking stud. He's like, yeah, I'm ugly. <laughs> you know, and I'm ugly. And like, not me, my, even my, like, my own parents don't give a shit about me. 
right? Next to like my my hunky glee singing brother. So um, you know, I'll I'll hook you up. He's trying to amend for it. And then by the end, he's like, Okay, yeah, no, I'm not gonna use any more fake photos. They're all me. And if no one wants to talk to me, I accept that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, is that enough no, okay. redemption for okay. someone to then be like, oh, yeah, actually, like all those times we talked about love actually and die hard. Like, yeah, I totally want to do you and be with you. I don't know. But okay. there okay. is an argument for a redemption arc that I find interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, if you put it under the lens, like, is it realistic or not? I was like, well, Jesus, you could throw the whole fucking thing, you know, under that microscope, right? Right, right, right. right. I mean... I, I see your point, and I guess, yeah, I mean, measuring how much you're willing to play ball, given that cards are dealt with, you know, like for, I mean, like, uh, you know, when I was in that situation, the, with the with the little catfish situation, you know, I mean, she was really nice, and you know, at least we stayed over, uh, you know, like, well, I didn't stay over uh, at her place, I mean, we still talked, and... Um, I don't know. I mean, it really also depends on the individual person, right? Like how how willing you are to go down the rabbit hole, like even given something that's beyond your expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's what I'd say, right? In terms of your experience, mm-hmm. if I if I'm not misinterpreting, I don't think you were looking for anything too serious, correct? That's true. I wasn't. I mean, right. it was so very clear I, from the from the beginning. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, Pretty Woman starts off with Richard Gere like picking up a hooker. Like, I don't know. Right, I just, right, I right. just don't want to put words in your mouth. But right. so you weren't looking for anything serious. Whereas in this movie, Natalie wants something serious. She's like, "This guy's it." Like, we click so much. I can talk with him when I'm in the tub. I fall asleep to him. Like when when I'm in the bed and he's on the phone. Right. Yeah. yeah that is different. Um, yeah, more insidious true. in a way too. I I don't know. Like it's it's kind of a brain fuck. It's a fucking rom com movie. But I'm just saying, like in terms of like what I found interesting, what kept me watching to the end was this kind of thought experiment, right? In mm. terms of all these things, what I would have appreciated is you know if there were a scene where they added like maybe eight minutes to the movie, maybe not even that, maybe like four minutes to the movie, where they separately give their apologies to Tag. Yeah. Yeah, you know that would have been that that would have yeah. been nice because I think that would have really driven home the redemption arcs, right? Mm-hmm, well, I think it's really mm-hmm. nice at the end where Natalie has like the signs and stuff, and she's like love actually and blah blah, and like okay, cool, right? Like she recognizes that you know he isn't the like hot quapa guy that she had in mind, but she's he still possesses a lot of the things that she found attractive when they were talking on the phone. Right, 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 right. And um, she also recognizes, at least for her, in this fictional setting, she finds his redemption arc, like, I- enough for her to, like, forgive him and also see that he is someone who's, like, maybe good at heart and just okay. Okay. had to yeah. learn his lessons, right? Maybe, yeah. like, the vast majority of people wouldn't buy that, sure. But in this movie, she does, mm-hmm. Right. But it would have been nice if Josh and Tag like met up at a bar and Josh was like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, you know, and also we used to be friends or something and blah, blah. Right. It's like, I also thought that like maybe you guys would hit it off or something. Right, right, right. Right. I think that would have, yeah, that, that could have added to that redemption arc. I agree. For, um, for the both of them too. If she also just yeah, sent him an email or something and be like, oh, I don't know about an email. Uh, 
Oh, maybe an email. I don't know if Tag would want to I see don't it in know. person. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I meant that, right? I don't know. Okay, so we were talking about how this rom-com, while I was saying this, I think the rom, this rom-com, from, compared to the ones I've done, my understanding of the rom-com genre, it does something a little different. And I think there's another reason why it's hard to review because it contains certain elements that others don't. I think part of it is that maybe I haven't seen enough rom-coms, but I think this sort of catfishing is different from other rom-coms I've seen. Like this really goes, this is the whole premise of the movie. But then the other part that is also very present is, hmm, I don't know what the word for it is. I guess you could say it's representation. I guess you could say it's like Mm. interracial relationships, something along those lines. But I think that compared to the rom-coms I've seen, for example, like Crazy Rich Asians, yeah, right? That's like, oh, you could go into Henry Golding's uh, is, is half and whatever we can talk about at another time. <laughs> but it's <laughs> largely like an Asian, it's an Asian movie, right? Right. right with an right. Asian cast, I mean, right? Yes, yes. It makes it it makes its decision very clear. Yes. And then other movies like Love Actually, they're like, most rom-coms very predominantly white. That makes sense. Target audience. Okay. But in this one, you not only have like Natalie and Josh, right? You also have Josh's parents. You know, he's got his uh, his his uh, Asian father and his white uh, stepmother, and then right. you also have his brother, who also has a white girlfriend. And you got Tag, if you count him. For you, your 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 banana senses didn't sense him, but for me, it was like ding 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 <laughs> ding, ding ding. Like yeah, <laughs> you know. So we'll we'll count him as like three point. Two five maybe or three point five something around there right, like but three right. plus. When was the last time you ever saw a movie where there were three plus Asian male white female relationships on screen? Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> we're we're talking about like not 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 pornos. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but no, I mean. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I was just watching one like an hour ago. <laughs> I mean, there have been okay, so there have been. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Why you gotta do me like that? Why you gotta do me like that? <laughs> I mean, look, I was watching Banana Fever an hour ago. <laughs> so, I mean, I will say there have been a lot of more, a lot more recent uh, movies. I think. Last Christmas, there was, I think it was actually called Last Christmas, right? Uh, with Henry Golding and uh, Emma, Amelia Clark, right? Mm-hmm. That was a rom com with, uh, you know, Asian male, white female. Um, okay. Um, and also, Harry Shum, actually, the guy who plays uh, Josh's brother, he was actually, well, it wasn't a rom com, it was actually based on real life. I just um, looked it up. Last Christmas has a 46% run to make. I, I never watched it, but I heard it wasn't that oh, good. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I, I wanted to watch it last year, but I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in a way, it's like, oh, is this the flavor of the flavor of the decade you know yeah maybe i mean look there's been a, a dearth of that combination it's a great word well a lot of dearth yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's been a dearth of that combination i mean a lot of you know a lot of asian representation especially asian males in romantic roles yeah 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 right yeah. so uh, it makes sense that there are some people who would be like hey you know maybe we should explore this more something that people have largely ignored 
Yeah, and I don't mind it at all. But I mean, I think <laughs> no, you don't. No, I, I, I really don't, right? But <laughs> I know, yeah, of course. No, no, um, I, I get you. I get you. No, I, I will yeah. say though, I think it, it plays very differently compared to like you know Crazy Rich Asians, right? Where that movie made a really big point about Asian mm-hmm. culture. Right. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, now, now I'm talking about like Asian representation in cinema. But you know, Jimmy was in that movie too, right? He was, and he he was he was like the he was like the uh, fuckboy character, right? Now back to double pontification. Like, if we look at Crazy Rich Asians, because I feel like. That one really put Asian representation in media back in the spotlight, at least mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, um, in the 2000 t- t- or t- in the 2020, was it 2020? I guess it was 2019, but I guess in more recent times, right? I think it was 2018. Was it 2018? Okay. Yeah. My, my, my point is like, so mm. that obviously Asian representation in Hollywood has, has its history. And not for the right reasons, um, in terms of how poorly misrepresented Asian people are in cinema, right? Historically speaking, Crazy Rich Asians really made a point about diving into some aspects of what it means to be, you know, like Chinese American, for example, right? And other Asian cultures. Uh, now, I, I know there's a lot of criticism with that movie in terms of like how you know all the brown <laughs> the people Asians. were servants, yeah, yeah, and all the dark Asians were like servants, right? Um, well, so I guess I guess it was also kind of uh, a visual statement on how like a uh, in Singaporean society, right? Like it's really the Chinese Singaporeans who wield all the most of the influence and power and wealth. I mean, Although, I mean. That's when it gets tough, though, in terms of, like, what are you prioritizing, though? Are you prioritizing reality or are you prioritizing representation in terms of, like, another framing, in terms of that kind of Hollywood cinema sort of thing? Well, but that's the thing, Uh, right? Someone like yourself who has Mm -hmm. a knowledge and background might see it that way, but... Right, but I think yeah. that's really charitable, you know, compared to like the average American. Like, are they going to be that's like, true. oh, like, oh, look at that representation of uh, Chinese Singaporean power, you know, and uh, the subjugation of Indians? No, you know, you're like, right. yeah, you yeah. Know, they're just going to be like, oh, yeah. brown people servants, right? Like, no, you're um, right. Yeah. So, but okay, I, as I was saying, like, like that movie really made a point out of Asian. Representation well, it was and, also maybe a little bit tough in the sense that it's based on a book. I haven't read the book. So if you're going off source material, like, I don't know the, how that was handled. That's true. So maybe there's some other aspects that was dived in, right? Do- dove into it, right? Um, but like, Love Hard, right? So that movie, you know, we were talking about representation. You know, you're making this point about like all these like, you know, AMWF. Uh, I'm just going to say that acronym. Even though like to me, that's mm. it's kind of cringy. Uh, I mean, <laughs> just given my, you know, my, my my time as an actor and mm-hmm. doing yellow fever that play amwf just just rings really <laughs> poorly well i mean me the, the play that you did though was really on the nose about a lot of these themes right like, oh you dude, played, it was, i mean it was not shy <laughs> no not at all i mean you played um, a chinese american pickup artist yeah yeah who ba- you mean you were basically yourself <laughs> Yes, definitely. That that's that's why I put on my Tinder bio. You know, just uh, actor, pickup artist. You know, billionaire. 
Previously. <laughs> Billionaire. Previously for 10 minutes. Thanks, Bitcoin. Um, so, what was I saying? Yeah, I mean, the movie, that movie, Love Hard, didn't explicitly get into, like, oh, what it means to be Asian, Asian-American, right? And I think that's okay. You know, I'm I'm not bothered. I don't know how people have taken it. I'm not bothered by the fact that Love Hard didn't get into those aspects of Asian identity. Because mm-hmm. not every single movie with Asians needs it, right? I think it's important to address it for some movies. But you know, you know, we're you know, you and I, other Asian Americans, you know, we, we have multiplicities, right? We don't always hold our identity, our our Asian identity, like, you know, we don't wear it on our sleeves. You don't? Well, I think it's an well, it's an important part of who I am, of course, right? My, Dude, man, I got my I got my banana badge out on all times. <laughs> but 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 you know what I'm saying, right? Like I got, it's I like, got some banana cufflinks. I, I literally wear them on my sleeves. Okay, so maybe you do, but <laughs> I'm just but, kidding. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is like you know it's okay to just be a normal fucking American, you know, like mm-hmm. I think movies right. like Love Hard make it okay to be to to show people like look, you know. Asian Americans are just like you and me. We have dating problems. We fucking catfish other people by using Tinder, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, hopefully you don't do that part. But <laughs> right. I think in a way, not engaging with, you know, this Asian identity in, in the movie, I, I think it it just um, helps to normalize the image of an Asian American to try to navigate his way through the dating pool, which, of course, I, you know, Given the history of, you know, how Asian Americans are portrayed in cinema, that's also like a, a step in the right direction in terms of um, not uh, emasculating uh, the image of the Asian American male, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, that's a lot. I, I mean, I I vibe with the wall of what you're saying. Um, I think it really comes down to expectations, right? Like as a viewer. When you see that uh, the male protagonist is an Asian American, right, and his family and all that, and you see multiple couplings of that, I mean, look, I mean, unless you're being particularly colorblind, it's kind of hard to not notice that there's three couplings. Like, if, if for example, yeah, yeah, we're just okay. Josh mm-hmm. and Natalie, okay, sure, but it's like literally his entire family. Like, <laughs> whoa, what's, what's what's going on here, <laughs> right? And I, I think. Once you notice that, because it wasn't, I think, marketed as a thing, right? As you were saying, like, a Crazy Rich Asians in the fucking title, right? Right, right, right. You know, this, is, this wasn't like an AMWF Christmas. You know, that's not the title of the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure there's some movies out there with that title. Um, oh, know, dude, so I can imagine like- the fucking parodies <laughs> that come out of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's got to have some, like, kitschy-ass name, too. God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a... a for once, I can't come up with some Good. Like, shitty Good. Let's keep it that way. Let, let's keep <laughs> yeah. it that way. <laughs> keep it Keep it classic. Keep it classic. Yeah. But, yeah. So, once you notice that, it's like, what are your expectations then of this... Uh, not explicit, but I think an implicit thing that's being somewhat addressed, right? It's like, do you think that this movie has to address all the nuance of the Asian American experience. Uh, do you think that has to carry the weight of realizing some racial or interracial 
interracial reckoning on screen. Like mm. I just, I think it's a little unfair, you know, for some movies that lean into it, like Crazy Rich Asians, then I think that that is then a metric by which I will evaluate this movie because it has mm. taken this this aspect upon itself. Yeah. But I think in this movie, I actually really appreciate that we were saying, like it's just so normal. Like they don't make a big stink out of it. Like there are no like secret like fucking like lanterns or pagodas on the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. or you don't have the um, the older uh, members of the family like Josh's father or his grandmother. Like they don't have like ridiculous. I don't say ridiculous, sorry, but they don't have let's say like particularly um, st- like stereotypical like Asian accents or something like that. I don't think yeah. Asian accents are ridiculous, but you know what I mean? Like it doesn't point it out as like, Hey, just so you don't forget, this is an Asian grandma. Like they don't, right. they don't do that. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. They don't rub it in your face. Yeah. And I thought that was cool, man. I thought I was that like, was cool too. That was refreshing. Yeah. But there are some people out there where I think depending on their expectations, they might feel like, Oh, this was a great opportunity to talk more on the subject. Right, like more explicitly. And I think that's valid too. Well, you know, I think that would make for a good sequel, right? Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. So for, you know. for Love Harder, I think, and they, they <laughs> probably should greenlight it. I know that they've done three Princess Switch movies with uh, Vanessa Hudgens, I think. Huh. Well, if Vanessa Hudgens can do it, you know. So if this gets greenlit for a sequel, perhaps they could do that more explicitly. But I've, at least for this movie, I did appreciate how like it, it was there if you it, it's kind of like a almost like um like choose your own adventure i guess like it was as present as you wanted it to be as an undercurrent to like the catfishing and other more explicit things like for example yeah. josh and his family dynamics like feeling like oh because i do candles like my dad's gonna think like i'm not like a real man or he won't respect me Right. And that could have easily been like an Asian father, Asian son thing. Yeah. Right. 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 They could have turned it into that. Yeah. But they didn't. And I think it made it more universal where, like, if you are an Asian person and you can see a bit of yourself in that sort of dynamic, right? Because you Mm -hmm. could. I mean, masculinity is a huge thing, right? In Mm -hmm, terms of mm -hmm. like impressing your father and living up to expectations, especially like, you know. Uh, but then you could have it where anyone could be like, oh yeah, I mean that pressure of imp- impressing your parents, like that, that can weigh heavy on anyone. So, yeah, yeah. And also, here's another thing too mm-hmm. that was was interesting is that you and I were second generation, right? Like our parents were the immigrant generation. Does that make a second generation? Or first I generation? think so, or maybe it depends on the d- definition. I mean, our parents were immigrants, yes. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We can just say that. But I think that for Josh's characterization, it's his grandfather that's implied to be the immigrant generation. Okay. I. I was it okay? Yeah. I believe so. Hmm. Okay. Um. Wh- and where, how was it implied? Hmm? I I actually didn't catch on to that. Uh. Well, his dad, for one, is like the most American-sounding dude ever. <laughs> Right, 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 right. I mean, there's that, and then okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, or, or at the very least, his dad has spent a fuck ton of his life in America. Like, I think that's the implication, right? Right, right. that's true. So even if like maybe his dad like immigrated with his grandfather, right? I 
think that it would still count, in my opinion, more toward like a third generation, quote unquote, if we were second, right? Like one generation more ingrained, like here in terms of being rooted in America. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also interesting too, because I think traditionally speaking, the Asian American experience is largely like your parents were the immigrants. But then now with a longer history, as time goes on, you're going to see more people where they can trace more generations back to being like, oh, it was my grandfather, it was my great-great-grandfather right, that right, right. immigrated over. Right. And I thought that was a nice little touch. And they don't linger on it, right? But mm, it's there mm. if you want to pay attention to it, if you mm. want to have that inform the frame through which you're watching the movie. Right, right, right. But yeah, no, I mean, I also think, let's say there's a hypothetical sequel, right? Love Harder mm -hmm. or whatever. And mm -hmm. we dive into more of these questions of being Asian and, you know, I guess being a little bit more on the nose about it. You know, also, you know, to your point about how there's more generations of, you know, Asian Americans who aren't necessarily like, you know, maybe their parents were actually born in the U.S. or, or their grandparents were born in the U.S., um, mm. that's also a reality that's faced, right? Not every single Asian American has parents who are immigrants. Yeah, exactly. Let's say there is that hypothetical love harder sequel where, you know, they dive more into these issues of identity. It doesn't just have to be about, you know, what it means to have like a parent as an immigrant, right? I mean, the story of Asian American identity has, it also has multiplicities, right? Now say how my friend, in high school so his mother was actually chinese american born in the u.s and you know he's like far more removed from a lot of these cultural aspects of you know being chinese and that's something he you know kind of has to had to, had to deal with right um uh motivated him to you know try to learn a lot of you know these quote-unquote things of you know what, what makes you chinese and all that right you know i think if this movie, if it really develops into like a series, right, uh, then it might be the place to talk about more of these identity issues. I, f I find that this movie, in a way, is kind of like that foot in the door to Hollywood being mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, you know, we exist, you know, Asian Americans, we exist as Americans with very, you know, normal well, quote-unquote normal, like, very average situations, right? Now, obviously, mm -hmm. with a sprinkle of that Hollywood fantasy. Yeah, I, I found it refreshing that his passion was candles and it wasn't, like, he's really into kung fu or something. Yeah, see, at that point, I think it would almost be, like, kind of, like, stereotypical in a way. It's like, oh, like, oh, of, of course, the, the Chinese kid <laughs> with his kung fu passions, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that can't be a thing. Of course, that's a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but in a way, I think. No, I think. But but no one's ways. no one's surprised by that combination. Whereas you see that oh, this guy has a, a secret like a furtive passion for making candles that smell like his grandfather. I'm like, whoa! I did not see that coming. Right, and I think that was that was really sweet and like kind of average in a way. That was mm -hmm. normal, right? I think. Mm -hmm. You know, as we, you know, earlier we were joking about, you know, representation, right? Like, oh, like, you know, what's next? Like a, like a gay couple rom-com? Like, well, why not, right? I think, mm. I think the way movies are trending more, right? Uh, film, like uh, cinema in general, media, we are being more inclusive, um, trying to get more representation 
of you know various angles that I think you know a lot of media has been missing out on. You know why not? Like, and I, I like your point about it being like the undercurrent where it's like it's there if you want it. Like I know for mm-hmm. me when I was watching, of course, the whole dynamic of like, oh yeah, dude, you know, come on. You know, for for that, us, like, yeah, it's like holy shit. Like, like when okay. So in that final scene when Josh actually kissed Natalie, I was actually kind of confused how to feel because part of me I feel like the the very culturally wired like American cultured wiring me was like whoa holy shit like did this Asian guy really just kiss this white girl on screen <laughs> right no I I, I was completely honest you know uh, like I think that that was really in my, in my mind right mm-hmm. like holy shit this is like what the hell like what. And then, you know, you know, the other parts of my mind at Denny, you know, kind of kicked in. Like, it was like, well, this, you know, you know good, good, <laughs> Fist good. bump. <laughs> like, like, there we go. Representation. See, now, now you're like, this is, a, this is a, a teaser, but now you're like the freshman in the library and you're like, yo, nice. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the freshman. Okay, well, but the, well, see, that was different, right? I mean... And obviously, I'm I'm not giving the fist bump because of like oh like yeah you scored a scored a white woman like no I'm like you know celebrating because you know hey look the sexualization of an Asian male character on screen like how often yeah. do we really see that right It's a uh, pretty damn rare It's like a Mewtwo you know like it pops up every once in a while but uh, it's pretty fucking rare yeah. It's not like catching like a what's what's something common like a like a Pidgey. <laughs> It's like a Pidgey versus, Pidgey. A, versus a fucking Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, so I think yeah. that's something to celebrate, right? I mean, you know, I don't want to see more like, you know, Long Duck Dongs and like like Mickey Rooney's <laughs> on fucking screen. I mean, I guess we're mm. kind of far from Mickey Rooney and the, the fucking Breakfast at Tiffany's. But still, I mean, you know, yeah. there's a long ways to go in terms of representation of, you know, Asian men specifically as outside of the stereotypical character that we see. Um, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm mm-hmm. happy for the movie. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy in terms of representation of wh- what, what it's brought to the table. Yeah, I agree. And I would be curious to see if a sequel does get greenlit and how they approach it. I do think that the... Yeah, I mean, like, what if like there's a love hardest... And now it's like Josh and Natalie have kids, and then you have to deal with like the identity issues. Oh that, wow, yeah, that that that, that you know that hot raising like mixed race have. kids, yeah, right, yeah, and the interquel, right? Oh, I've never used that word before. Interquel, <laughs> the, the, in, the interquel, right? Mm. That love harder, right? Yeah, uh, that could be about, for example, him going back with um, Natalie. I think where was she? I think she was in the Bay. I think. Yeah, I think she was L.A. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. L.A. Right. But basically him leaving small town Lake Placid and then going to the big city and then him having to deal with like the both of them having to deal with like, oh, like what do Natalie's friends think? Because now Josh's family is like, oh, great. You know, we love this chick. But what would her friend circle think? Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, that's another dynamic that that, that comes into play. Yeah. Well, also, I guess like the big city versus small town thing that too you know, there right. are other dimensions too yeah, that's have, a huge we can thing have intersectionality in this you know like yeah i really enjoyed this so like i told you it's a 52 percent on rotten tomatoes but i've always thought rotten tomatoes is kind of a different it's like an alternative rating system because 
is really binary. Do you, do you like it or not? Right. Mm-hmm. And then 52% means it's divisive. And as you see, rom-coms are just fucking divisive. That's just how they are. Right. right, right. Like those plot setups are going to rub people the wrong way. Even pretty woman barely had 60%. What would you give this out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. Or your own scale, if you want to do out of four or five, you know, whatever. Probably like a 60, 70%. Like it was, like as a movie on a whole, like it was okay. Right. I mean, I wasn't wowed by it, but I think what puts it up, what puts it up for me above 50% is the fact that you have these, that undercurrent you were talking about, right? Like I, I, I really read that, right? Um, as I was watching the movie. Um, I actually thought it was tastefully done. I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much if it were so on the nose. I mean, that's just me. I think it'd be valid if it had done that as well. And certain people would have really liked that. But I think that maybe just because there are some movies and series that are addressing it so much more explicitly, like for example, mm-hmm. like, you know, Shang-Chi or Crazy Rich Asians, or I haven't seen it, but like Kim's Convenience, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, or Fresh Off the Boat. Like I feel like there are popular, notable uh, works in media that are kind of really taking that on and shouldering something more explicit. Well, I kind of liked how this was just, it was just kind of organically there. Yeah, I agree. I think if they were a bit more on the nose about the identity stuff, I think it might have taken away from the movie because it's only an hour and a half, right? Uh, That's there's true. Always so much yeah, how much can you stuff in. in there? And yeah. if you're going to put that in there, I think it almost, I don't know how it would be executed in a way that's not, that doesn't seem like, oh, we're just throwing this in like a sprinkle, right? Like if you're going to talk about it, you have to make it a central focus because it is such a deep topic. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. That's true. That's true. It's like, it's kind of all or nothing. Like if this is going to be a thing, you can't do it half-assed. You can't have this half-baked. Yeah. You're right. That's true. I would give it, um, I struggled with this because it's like, what do I rate it as it kind of like you were saying as a movie or as a, as like a rom-com? Cause I really don't watch rom-coms usually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just instinctually not kind of thinking or mulling over it too hard. I would give it a 6.5 or seven out of 10. Okay. So you said 60 to 70. That's about where yeah, I, am. That's like where I, you are, I, yeah. I think I'm closer to 70 than 60, mm-hmm. but maybe 65. Maybe I'll hedge mm-hmm. my bets. Okay. 6.5. Okay. Okay. And I, I enjoyed it. That's why I recommended it to you. Right, right. Uh, right. I would I would recommend it to anyone. Uh, I wouldn't introduce it as like, oh, this is a, an, an AMWF reckoning. You know, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I would be curious afterwards if mm. people also saw that, especially maybe some people who don't have Asian heritage, right? So, so like you, if they would all see that, right? So you mentioned to me that uh, there are some subreddits that were kind of up in arms about it. Ah, yeah. What was that about? Because <laughs> I, I, I haven't gone down that mm-hmm. rabbit hole yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was uh, following uh, Asian identity, ASEAN identity yeah. recently. Um, Which can kind of be a cesspool at times. It's a very charged atmosphere, right? Is, I think yeah. they're very impassioned. I mean, it's an echo chamber, right? For ah, that's just these. Reddit. That's just Reddit. Like, everything's a fucking echo chamber, you know? But I follow it because I think that they have really interesting talking points. And I do think that it's necessary to have people who are really passionate about Asian American issues. Mm -hmm. So I do 
really value that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, as I was scrolling through, like I think a few weeks back, you know, this was a Christmas movie, so it came out only a few weeks ago. I saw some people talking about Love Hard, and at least the people in some of those threads, I, I took a look at a few. They really disliked the movie. Hmm. They really hated it, and I think. That's what I was saying. It depends on what are your expectations. Like you notice that, like, okay, Josh and Natalie, Josh is dead, and his second wife, shit, Josh's brother, he's also with a white chick. You know, even Tag, if he counts, right? Like he's also kind of Asian. He's Asian adjacent, or like however you want to put it, or like you know, you don't want to do one drop rule. Like if he says he's Asian, he's Asian. Okay, fair enough. So they're three to four, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think for a lot of people who obviously. Are very um, invested in Asian American uh, representation promotion, right? They have like a fucking forum dedicated to that. They're going right. to think this isn't enough, right? Like this uh, is such a missed opportunity. Uh, okay. You you I whitewashed see. See. this Asian family to make them palatable and accessible, right? When you could have done the braver move to really have them tackle what it means to be Asian men. Okay. Okay. I I see. Right. I see. And I that's see. valid. I I get that. But also, there are families like that. You know, like right. That that's you know? where I stand too. Right. Though, I where mean, like yeah. There are also like we're, we're not a monolith. Like <laughs> right. Right. Like I mean, did you have to have it where like Natalie's like asking like, oh, what what's what's your grandma saying because she's only speaking in Cantonese or Mandarin or whatever or Shanghainese like or you know yeah, 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 like yeah. do you have to have that like you could have had that. But I don't think you had to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I feel like it. it, it again, sequel, sequel, <laughs> intervals. <laughs> right, right. Um. Yeah, that's interesting though. I mean, I, I can understand why people would be up in arms about that. Then I do um, get it, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a very valuable perspective to have, but it's just tough because you know, like. Does every movie that has a few Asian people in the cast, I guess it's, that's that's putting it like a little lightly. Like, yeah, I mean, it's an Asian family, but then do they have to bear that responsibility and that weight? Like, oh, we have to be like the kind of one of the authoritative ch- game changers in terms of how people should view like uh, Asian American issues. Well, no, they, they, I mean, they don't have that. To bear I think it's. Weight. I think it's. I think it's too tough to like have every movie be a manifesto in that way. You know. I mean. I mean, in a way, like also individually as people, you know, I don't think we. I don't think we should bear the entire weight of like trying to educate people about you know what it means to be uh, Asian yeah. American. You know, like that's the same. I agree. Same shtick, you know, like I agree. I I can't address that to every single person I meet, and I don't want to do it because like sometimes I just want to be like. You know, like myself. Right. Sometimes I will just want to watch this. Uh, sometimes I just want to watch like this cringy <laughs> Christmas movie where like it has this improbable setup of where who's catfishing who. And then like, actually, I end up feeling bad for the bro dude. Like that never happens. <laughs> Usually it's like fuck Brad. But then it's like, oh, his name's Tag. Yeah, fuck Tag. But then it's like, oh, oh, Tag. Oh, this poor boy. This poor baby. <laughs> exactly exactly (laughs) okay my last question that i want to bring up the last topic is um if you were to make candles some mandals some man candles what sense would you concoct what sense would i concoct i thought of a few 
Let me let me get your juices running. All right. All um, right. How about oven roasted chestnuts? Is that is that traditional masculine? Traditionally masculine. I mean, that sounds nice. Like I, I wouldn't mind that smell. Hey, man, you know, like there are all types of men out there. Like, like, what kind of market are we going for? Are we trying to go for like the, the very? I was thinking of. Uh, I was. I was, kind of thinking of like uh, Josh's brother. Can't even remember his fucking name, but like you know, like a, a guy who who's not afraid to wear a turtleneck and sing Christmas carols seriously. Mm mm. Hmm. You know, so I, I thought of oven roasted chestnuts. What about uh, or, um, wool, cashmere, merino, wool, merino oh. sweater? There we go. <laughs> merino sweater. Merino sweater. I like that. Yeah. How about a uh, new car smell? See, I, I was going to say that, but I feel like that's that that's already exi- that already exists. You know, as a candle? Yeah, why not? I mean, it definitely exists as a scent. That's for damn sure. How about postcoital funk? <laughs> okay. I- <laughs> Do you, do you really want your room smell like that? I mean, I feel like you could do that yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's it's also the warmth that comes from a candle. All right. right? Well, I I don't think I'd want to want my room to smell like a sex den twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Just maybe, <laughs> just maybe when you want to do some like old timey reading by, by the candlelight. I mean, you know, okay. What about, what about um, old books? Uh-huh. Old books. I actually had a candle before that was old really? books. Okay. That was really nice. Oh. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about autumn rain? Autumn rain. Oh, okay. Like, like, um, there's a word for that. Like pelicer. Oh, is there pelicer? Really? Oh, yeah. You Pel- know, what? I think there is. Yeah, a regionalism for that where it rains a lot. I'm from California, where it never fucking rains. People don't even know why it's raining. Like, oh, why is it wet outside? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a word for it because uh, oh yeah, petrichor, petrichor. Petrichor. Oh, that's right. Petrichor, because it's yeah. it's when rain, the water interacts with the natural oils and like found in plants and rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Petrichor. That's a good word. Yeah. Some other ones. These are unpleasant, but <laughs> I thought of Cheeto fingers. Ew! Fuck no! <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Look, man. About- if I buy a candle, I want to enjoy the smell, like. I don't want to smell like some fucking like you know like some weeb's room just like with like Mountain Dew like all over the fucking floor and just like sitting on his gaming chair like shouting to his mom like mom I need more Cheetos. (laughs) Is that supposed to inspire manliness? (laughs) Hey man. Like you're saying, you know, there's a multiplicity. <laughs> uh, how about how about freshly used waifu pillow? <laughs> okay, how is that different from post coil funk? That's like literally like the same thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe maybe one. it's the same scent, but you're just changing the label to change the marketing. You know? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the same fucking shampoo, but you mark it up because it's for women. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> We gotta charge thirty oh, percent more <laughs> for the weebs. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Freshly used waifu pillow. Oh god, <laughs> an exclusive. That's disgusting, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that basically just smells like jizz, is what you're saying. An exclusive like, candle at Dick's Wax. Dick Wax. <laughs> Dick Wax. Jesus fucking Christ. 
<laughs> okay. All right. All right. On that note, um, great movie. I actually would watch it again. Would you? Yeah, I'd watch it again. Um, you know, I actually watched it. It's funny. I I didn't. I just happened to watch it. My dad already had it on uh, on Christmas. Wait, your dad watched it too? Uh, yeah, I watched it with him. What? Yeah. Oh, dude, you, that was relevant information. Well, what, what did, what did like Daddy Kevin think? I, I mean, K Daddy. Oh, he didn't really have any. We we didn't really uh-huh. discuss too much about it, right? Um, no. I, he thought he thought it was funny. Like like, you know, I think he just read it as you know a rom com for a rom com. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think he had as much of like the that undercurrent, you know, that we were talking about running. Do you think part of that is he didn't grow up in the States? Yeah, as I, we think, did? I, I think that is. I think that's a large part of it. Right? I mean, he doesn't have the same experience as I do as an Asian sure. American, right? I mean, of course, yeah. Um, Although he's been in the States for a long time. It's different when you grew up here. Yeah. His formative experiences. Oh, absolutely, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he, of course, has his own, ex- you know, wealth of experiences that I would never really fully relate to. Um, but you know, like the, the whole dating thing that that's, that's very foreign yeah. to him. Did he, did he find it amusing? Like the whole, like a uh, dating app thing? You know, I try to not look at him when we're talking about <laughs> dating apps. It's like, uh, I don't want my dad to know about this. He probably knows about it already, but you know. It's like, Kevin, have you ever used these? <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, Tinder. Like, I, I, I think, I think that's that dating app that people use, you know? <laughs> Um, I'm I'm more of a fan of Wi Fun, but uh, <laughs> I like Wi Fun and uh, Lust Bondo. Lust Bondo. <laughs> yeah, then then he'd really have some concerns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Kevin, what the hell are you doing with your life? It's like, well, I've been fucking stuck in my room for two years. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. No. Just true. Yeah. Well, maybe they could make this like the the love hard cinematic universe. You got to make everything a cinematic universe nowadays. Oh Fucking God. Marvel. But maybe you could have, <laughs> you, you could have like a rom com, some sort of com. <laughs> yeah, like a rom com set during COVID, and you could call it Rub Hard. Oh Jesus, dude! Oh, that, that's too relatable. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. I, I don't need a fucking movie for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah rub heart <laughs> see see okay see that is actually the parody title that you were looking for right? <laughs> you know? there, we, there we go there we there go we. so yeah the porn parody is that that natalie shows up and she's like oh dude this is fucked and she leaves but then the guy is so turned on by having seen her in person that he needs to rub it out jesus christ and then she like stalks him through the window and then she's like also turned on and then like she comes back and is like, Hey, wait a second, you know, maybe I can give this a shot. Like <laughs> and, then, and then the fucking family's watching too, though, so you get all those A AMWF shit going on, like Aye, like, yeah. like the brother's wife, you know the brother and the I, I'm just yeah. saying that's that's his stepmom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This could be this could be another thing, you know, for the lineup for Wetflix. Red hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wetflix. I don't think we've talked about that. That that for, more foreshadowing, you know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, 
That was a great discussion on Love Hard. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, man, that was fucking funny. That was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish we could have seen it together. Hey, but you know, when we get to see each other in the flesh, maybe that is the first movie we can watch together. Or if the sequel comes out, Love Harder or Rub Hard, we could also watch that together. We'll, we'll watch it together. Man. When you want to watch Rub Hard together. Well, let's let's watch Rub Hard together. That's, uh, I want to Rub Hard to Rub Hard. That's uh, a <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> it's a date. All it's right, a it's a date. It's a date. But you better not catfish me. You better not come back and then suddenly, like you know, you 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 no longer like the studly Kavan you once were. I know. Right? You better work out those thumbs before I you see come. me. <laughs> yeah, how else am I gonna rub hard, man? Come on. I need to see two wrists for the, thumbs when I, I see you. I need those digits. I need those <laughs> those tendons. Those uh those um ligaments. That grip. Yeah. All right, I'm done here. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, dude. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Mm, Thank you for having me. Well, I'll have you again for the first time again with the next episode. All right. All right. Well, see you soon. Cheers. See you soon. Thank you for joining us. See you next time on Double Pontification.